Jumping in on Manx Radio with Howard and Chris Kane. Hello, good evening, and welcome. Yes, it's that time again. Normal service is being resumed. It is jumping in. It's nine o'clock. It is nine o'clock on a Friday night, in case you were wondering. It is the best in modern and contemporary jazz with myself, H. And me, Chris. Yes, welcome along to this week's Jumping In, and can you believe it? In a week's time, it'll be the autumn term, and Halloween goodies will litter the shops, along with a smattering, no doubt, of early Christmas treats. Still, look on the bright side. With fuel prices prices set to continue to rise, we might as well celebrate now, while we can just about afford it. So, what's been filling your stocking unseasonably early, H? Not coal. (laughs) I would imagine. (laughs) Not quite yet. No, give it time, give it time. Uh, Right, what have we been looking at? Uh, There's a lovely new one from a a new player, at least as the leader to me, Jeff Denson, the bass player. But uh, I know the drummer very well, Brian Blade, checking that one out. It's been sent to us, coming out later in September. I'm getting all funky and going back quite a few years, actually, with Gil Evans, who's playing the music of, well, you'll find out in just a few moments. And uh, what else might we get in? I might squeeze in a bit of Hal. And from me, we was, we would, and to get things doing... Here's Stephen Philip Harvey with his jazz orchestra with Smash. Thank you. 
Today, Stephen Philip Harvey is a mild-mannered saxophonist, teacher and choir director in the sleepy town of Salisbury in Maryland, Delaware. But by night, he dons his superhero cape and becomes composer and bandleader of his jazz orchestra. Stephen says his inspiration stems from the superheroes he grew up watching on Saturday mornings as a child and which have become the box office staples in recent years with song titles such as Zephyr, QZ-TNS-21-00006 and uh, the wonderfully named Projectile Dysfunction. There is little more 
more than a hint of humour behind the compositions. However, the playing is great. And we just heard the title track there, Smash. The album's out now. Very nice. What's he do during the day again? He's a teacher. A teacher. Yeah. yeah. Oh, teacher, nice. choir director and a sax player. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Good way to get going. Uh, here's a new name for uh, me, at least, Jeff Denson, the uh, bass player. Been around, like a lot of these guys have, for quite some time, it seems. A, a album, a second album, indeed, with the lineup of uh, guitarist Roman Pilon, who we've uh, heard before, uh, certainly on this programme. Not that often, but once or twice, he's got a couple out under his own name, without a doubt. And the fantastic drummer Brian Blade, who, well, who hasn't Brian played with, uh, most famously perhaps uh, of latter years, with the likes of uh, Wayne Shorter of course in his quartet. But the Fellowship Band and yeah, you rattle off anyone else you like and Brian's played with them all, fantastic player. They played before, they brought out an album in 2019 on Ridgeway Records, Between Two Worlds, where they really sort of all clicked together. I think uh, Romain and uh, bassist uh, Jeff Denton had been together at Berkeley and had been standout students there, got together there and then found Brian and found the three of them worked beautifully. Pandemic got in the way a bit after 2019, as you can imagine, but they've been back into the studio and recorded another one. It's called Finding Light on Ridgeway again. And let's hear the opening track. Thank you. 
yes, joyous stuff indeed. Roman de Pilon on guitar, Brian Blade drums leading the trio there, bassist Jeff Denson. A new word for me in some of the bump that uh, came with the promotional material for this. They, they say it's a, a palpable pleasure, which I totally agree with. The musicians taking each other's company as they explore new music together in a glorious trialogue. Yeah. yeah, not a duologue, a trialogue. I'd never heard that one before. Uh, it is indeed, it is joyous stuff, some great playing uh, from all three and some lovely interplay. It reminds me a little bit, uh, Roma Pilon at times, of uh, John Abercrombie. You might have, without a doubt, will have heard uh, Abercrombie and um, slightly influenced. Who wouldn't be by him? But um, the trio sound is, yeah, it is, uh, it is tightly knit together, lots of interplay, lots of listening going on. Really nice. Finding the light. Uh, unbridled joy, I'm told, of gathering together again. And I like this line as well for this first track. The small pleasures, particularly in the fur-bearing variety that eased the surreal passage of the pandemic. So <clears throat> to clarify that, the album opens with that track, Denson's Daily Jubilee of Dancing Herbie D. It's in five, as you might have noticed, and uh, it's inspired by his miniature schnauzer. A smart little dog, apparently, we're told, with a big personality. Worth checking that one out without a doubt. Uh, good stuff. I'll be uh, listening out for more than him. It's available uh, on the 23rd of September via Ridgeway Records. And thanks to Anne Braithwaite and uh, colleagues at uh, BK Music for uh, sending that one our way. I suppose if you add one more player, you get four play, do you? And if it goes well, go if it there. goes badly, you end up with a quarrelogue, uh, I would suggest. Now, let's see. Now, session players uh, may not always make household names, but they do usually give the opportunity to develop your chops. Nonetheless, eventually uh, and occasionally, you may really feel the need to spread your wings. Trumpeter Bill Ortez, uh, not that well-known a name to me, but he spent the last 16 years as the featured soloist in Santana's band, as well as touring with Destiny's Child. But on the road and in the studio with Herbie Hancock, Wayne Shorter, Buddy Guy and Chikoria show he has some real jazz credentials too. From his recently released fourth album, Points of View, here's his take on a great Eddie Henderson number, Sunburst.
Sunburst from Trumpeter Bill Ortiz's recently released album Points of View. Certain hint of uh, Jeff Beale going on in his trumpet style, I think, there. The album's made up of nine tracks with eight firmly rooted in jazz and Latin styles and are in the main jazz tracks by a selection of well-known artists which Bill feels have fallen out of favour and deserve a second look. The last track, My Lord and Master, comes from Rogers and Hammerstein's hit musical The King Eli, where Ortiz has substituted the trumpet for the vocal line. But interestingly, this was not on the press copy we were sent, perhaps, I don't know, for royalty or copyright reasons. The album's received mixed reviews, some finding it a little bit too polished and perhaps a bit overproduced, but there's no doubt they can all play. And if you're moved for this fine, funky soundtrack, it might be just the thing you need in the car. Hi, this is Maria Schneider, and you're listening to Jumpin' In with H and Chris on Manx Radio.
Taking you back for a bit of 70s funk there, to a large degree, or jazz, rock, funk, a bit of all three in there. Well, you, well I think you would agree. Uh, I'd certainly look at it that way. It's what happens when you get Gil Evans and Jimi Hendrix together. Not the Jimi Hendrix, but the music of Jimi Hendrix. It is indeed the Gil Evans Orchestra playing the music of Jimi Hendrix back in 1974. The original concept, Gil loved any of this new stuff. He loved Jimi's music. And they were going to record, he was going to actually record the idea to feature Hendrix guitar solo and voice over the cushion of the Evans Orchestra, rather like they did with the uh, Evans-Miles Davis collaborations uh, sort of 30 years earlier in the 40s and 50s. But the guitarist, uh, Jimi Hendrix, died in London just seven days before the first meetings had been set. So they had to sort of rethink the whole idea, and Gil jumped at the idea of presenting a whole concert of Hendrix compositions at Carnegie Hall as part of the New York Jazz Repertory Company's 1974 programme. The orchestra you're hearing there was his regular working unit and uh, a pretty young and <laughs> fantastic band. It would rattle through a few of them. Gil himself on uh, piano and leading, of course, Hannibal Marvin Peterson on trumpet, Lou Soloff on trumpet, Pete Levin on synths, You've got Howard Johnson on the tuba with those weird noises at the beginning of that uh, voodoo chili. Billy Harper on tenor uh, and also the likes of uh, Sue Evans on conga drums. And I think I'm just looking down the list there. I'm fairly certain uh, you will find that, uh, yeah, Tony Williams is on drums and some. And I think John Abercrombie's featured somewhere as well, actually. Yes, taking the way back, the Gil Evans Orchestra. Plays the music with Jimi Hendrix. Still sounded pretty good now. Voodoo Child. Surely, man, get on with it. Voodoo Child. Next from me, uh, a man who seems to pop up pretty regularly on the show, showing he is much in demand, although more generally we hear him playing Hammond organ. Ross Stanley is, of course, is who I'm referring to. Stalwart of Trish Clues Band, starting with his piano studies aged four. He won an organ scholarship to Marlborough College and as a young teen went on to complete a B-Muzz at Guildhall in classical and jazz piano choosing Guildhall over offers from Barclay and from Trinity College. But this session sees him on piano, paired with guitarist Chris Allard from Tutugas. Here's Fellini's Waltz. <laughs> Thank you. 
Fellini's Waltz, a lovely treatment there of the Enrico Piranuzzi piece from guitarist Chris Allard and pianist Ross Stanley. The pair met together at Guildhall back in 2000 and have shared multiple sessions together, but this is the first time they've recorded in the duet format, and the resulting set is light as a feather and full of summer sunshine, as when two friends trip through the musical wide selection of pieces, swapping solos as easily as a conversation should flow between two old friends. Tortugas, the album's called. It's available now and well worth a listen. Hmm. You'd think, you just tuned into that quickly, you'd just think, oh, it's Philip Catherine, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, indeed. indeed. Uh, Really got a sound of Philip Catherine, but um, none the worse for that, it has to be said. Another new name to me, I have to say, Miro Henri Sobre, uh, the Latin jazz instruments player, trombonist, composer, uh, celebrating some of the Catalonian artists going back to uh, go back into history somewhat. A new album out I've been uh, checking out a little bit. It was sent to us a while back. Came out in uh, July, I think. Looking back at it, and it features uh, its working band, a debut album, Two Swords, and is listed. And I wouldn't disagree as a Latin jazz-infused sojourn, celebrating his late father. Have a listen to this one. Domo de nos noms les fleurs. Over you, only the flowers They were like a white offering The light they threw on your body Would never again equal that of the stem kisses gave you. You sparkled in the light of your treasured inner gaze. If I could have been the flower sigh, offer myself as a lily to you so that my life would wither over your chest and no longer know the night that next to you would have vanished.
different, very nice, trombonist Henri Miro Henri Sobre. Not a name I've come across before, so it's got a nice Latin tone, lovely sound on the trombone, it has to be said, mixing that sort of Latin sound with some straight ahead, slightly more mainstreamy sounding jazz. Uh, and the words you heard there are drawn from a book about tarot card interpretation by his father, Pepe Sobre, who died back in 2015. He was a a Barcelona-born scholar, a writer, translator, spent three decades as professor of Spanish and Portuguese at uh, Indiana University. Uh, but he'd been raised in Spain at a time when uh, Franco banned the teaching and public use of Catalan, the language. And professor Sobra devoted himself to the Romance tongue. And uh, Miro, his son, makes extensive use of Catalan poetry in his work, which had been translated by his dad. Uh, regular band he's got there. They all met uh, and sort of got together just after they graduated. They've been uh, known each other since they were pretty young. Uh, pianist Eli Bruno, bassist Anna Marx, drummer Rocky Martin. Good name for a drummer, that. Rocky Martin. Percussionist Cole Stover and trumpeter Zach Finnegan, along with uh, sax player Tim Christ and the baritone sax on uh, one track as well. I think Jimmy Farace or Faras with uh, also Anne Nelson on soprano sax, vocalist Alina Esk. Godiro. Right, if I don't wibble on it, I can squeeze in, as I promised you, a little bit of Hal going back uh, again to 1977, I think it was. Hal Galper live at the Berlin Philharmonic. <laughs> Thank you. 
cracking stuff back in the day, 1977. Been very rotated today, haven't I? Hal Gelper, piano, marvellous lineup. Randy Brecker, trumpet. Mike Brecker, blasting away there on tenor. Wayne Dockery, bass. Your great Bob Moses at the drums. And, yeah, uh, live at the Berlin Philharmonic. Got one of my favourite Hal Galper tracks on that as well. Now hear this. Although, I have to say, I, I prefer the uh, studio version uh, to the live one, amazingly. Yeah, just a sample of that. Some of the tracks coming in at around about 25 minutes, which take off the programme if we play them all. But, uh, well, that's the joy of uh, live music, I guess, isn't it? You can really stretch out. And before that, we had, yes, the trombone of... A man I'd never heard before. Sobre, Henri Sobre, and wonderful stuff. And again, I should uh, say thanks very much for sending that. That one is out already on the Patois label, came out in July. Well, that's about it for this week's show, but we just got time to leave you with a track from the latest receipt from Monocled Man, one of the many projects led by trumpeter, composer, programmer and original member of London's Loop Collective, Rory Simmons. Always ready to defy definition and mix genres, seemingly experimental electronic uh, base of the music on the band's latest CD, Ex Voto, can easily move from uh, beat-laden electronica into a sort of mainstreamy groove, not to mention getting funky at times. This bassless trio features guitarist Chris Montague, his new album's rather good too, actually, alongside drummer John Scott and Simmons. And you know, I think it might be their best yet. Here's Sila Woods, part one. See you next week. We will indeed look after yourselves. Mind those bikes, whatever you do. We'll see you then. Bye for now.